Hi, everybody. Just jumping in here at the top of the episode to say that these next four episodes are going to be a little bit different than the last 20. Uh, We're going to do a little interlude between chapters two and three of Green Mountain Mysteries. And each of these episodes is going to feature a different guest voice actor that has not been on the show before. Kind of a way to give the characters a little bit of downtime, a little bit of breathing room, and to show off some of the uh, cool people that we know. So, uh, enjoy! Bro is chasing someone. She's desperate to catch her. Suddenly, her quarry sprouts radiant wings and is about to turn to show Ro her face when Ro sits bolt upright, fully awake, and in the dream fairy's place is a little sprite floating just outside. It knocks cheerily on her window, despite shivering against the freezing cold. I have a message for Ro, it triumphantly declares. Um, how busy is the skinny pancake this morning? Not exceptionally busy. Alright. Rose gonna walk over and kind of awkwardly stand at the table. Um, not too close, like far enough that if she needs to run away real quick, she can. But close enough to be like, hey, I'm here, I guess. Oh, good morning. I see you finally made it. Uh, yeah. Miss Common? Despite your directions. <laughs> um. Uh, what are you going to order? Sit down. Rosets? Um, I just crepes. Uh, uh yeah, yes. Oh, I've been perusing the menu while I was waiting. Uh, and, um. So, by the way, but, uh, she, she, Mike, this is sort of a for you thing that, um, we can edit out and post if we have to. She, she has a sort of a love for old movies, so she thinks she's talking like some kind of film noir character when she's, (laughs) 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 so she's under the impression that she's very much doing her best Lauren Bacall, and, uh, (laughs) cool. And, and and that's right down to the outfit, the faux fur coat, the fact that her hair is absolutely perfectly done up in, in curls, the insanely red lipstick, like, everything is straight out of a film noir. So she, she, she looks out of place and she sounds out of place in addition. <laughs> Where did that server go? What did, uh, Ro, have you looked at the menu yet? What do you want? Uh, just, just crepes. Um, with strawberries? Yeah. I'm sorry. Do- You know me. I don't know oh, yes, you. of course I, f- I know you. I feel like I'm starting off on the wrong foot, because I don't know you, and you had a person in my house. Um, hi. Who are you? <sighs> I suppose. I, f- I forgot to introduce- I- I assumed you would have known who I was when you saw me. Sorry. I- no. I was I was under the impression that you had at least some form of reference for who I am. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to personally kill him. A uh, pleasure to meet you officially finally. Ro Ro dear, I think. It, That's what the little 
creature I said to you called you. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, my name is Siobhan. I I'm your mother. Uh, um. <sighs> what? I I'm sorry. Ho hold on. <laughs> no, I. My. No. No. <laughs> oh, yes, it's absolutely true. I charged that buffoon with taking care of you and making sure that you were aware of our world. And apparently he didn't hold up his end of the bargain. Yeah, he kind of kept me out of the loop about a lot of things. Um, so... Uh, uh, apparently. <laughs> I, I apologize then. I, I suppose I may have made a poor impression. Mmm, I... Mm, I, I am so sorry. I, I, I am sorry. No, no, it, it's... It... This is awkward. Ooh. This is atrociously awkward. Well, uh, um, I, I suppose I ought to pay for your crepes. Um, <laughs> oh, thank God, there's the server. Um, <laughs> yes, so could I please have the Sasquash? And uh, my, my, da my daughter here will have a crepe with some strawberries and uh, marshmallow, perhaps? You hate marshmallow. Please speak up now. I don't nope. know. That that's fine with me. Uh, <laughs> all right, fantastic. Yeah. If, all right, yes, that would be perfect. Thank you. And it's going to be on one check. I'll take care of it. The the server just sort of acknowledges that this information <laughs> has uh, gone into their ears, uh, non-verbally. They just sort of are staring between the two of you back and forth a little bit, and then just uh, they they do a little. A little gesture of like, okay, I get it, and they <laughs> turn back around and take your order to the kitchen. Okay, so I have questions. Um, a that lot seems reasonable at this juncture, considering. Um. Okay, so you are my mother. Mm -hmm. Um, trying not to be abrasive or bitchy here what the fuck what? Uh, i suppose i do owe you an explanation considering your dear father didn't bother to give you one it's been 20 years how could you i i didn't know about you or that are you like me I'm not a changeling, if that's what you mean. I am a full-blooded. Full-blooded what? I... I come from the Summer Court. And that is... Oh. That is, you know, obviously you're aware of our heritage at this juncture, since your changeling uh. status made itself known. Sh yeah, I, I'm so aware. I go there all the time. I love the court. Um... Best place to summer. Um, and Ro just kind of sinks down in her seat, and she debates texting Albion to be like, summer court question mark? But doesn't just yet. You have never been to the summer court. You are lying. I am perfectly aware of this. Believe me. I would have gotten some kind of a missive from Titania if you had made an appearance. Okay. So, you're the one person on Earth who can see through my bullshit. Great, love that for me. Um, <laughs> it's a gift. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you're choosing to meet with me now. 
There is so much we have to cover and so little time. I your father, I swear. Mm -hmm. Siobhan is just obviously pissed. She, she is not happy at all about the fact that she was setting up a meeting with, that she thought would be, you know, oh, goody, we can get to know each other, and now it's the most awkward thing in the world. <laughs> okay. All right, I... all right, let me give you a little background, if you're at all interested. Okay, yes, I, yes, absolutely. I made a bargain with your reprehensible monster of a father... And I specifically said that he would raise you, take care of you, and you would be introduced to us when it was time. Obviously, he has let his duties slip, considering that I had to seek you out myself when I finally got word. I do not resent that. I am particularly irritated with him. He made me a promise. And he's broken it. He's good at that. Did you know what he did? For work before i knew he was interested in some slightly questionable enterprises but he was a bright man so he amused me what he did for work was neither here nor there as long as he would have kept his end of the bargain i wouldn't have bothered me any okay um and you weren't around when i grew up why I assumed it would be easier for you to grow up in the human world. Humans are different. Your rules are different. It seemed the best thing to give you a chance, but I I can only really visit from time to time. I couldn't live between worlds very much, and besides, I was busy. Oh. And I assumed that he would contact me when you were of the appropriate age for me to explain myself. Yeah, we don't, uh talk much these days him and i this juncture i hate to say this but it is probably for the best he's a very interesting man and ro just kind of slumps a little bit further and stares out the window she she doesn't really know what to do here she's freaked out uh, siobhan just sort of starts tapping her high heel on the floor this is not going at all how she planned it. She has some motherly instinct, but no idea how to mother someone who is seemingly human. So you can, if you would like, make a rapport roll to use a particular feature of rapport, which is opening up. And that gives you a chance to basically reveal a part of yourself to the person that you are are talking to um it, it's good for sort of finding common ground and being able to continue uh to discuss also like chit chat is another one of the things you can do uh for you know friendly conversation to get information out of it um but yes opening up uh lets you sort of show part of yourself without needing to be deliberately deceitful uh, if you want to do that. Woo! All right. Okay, um, so what happens now is, Ro, you are going to roll an empathy read, um, and what's going to find, what's going to happen is that, uh, you're basically doing something offensive without meaning to, uh, and if you win, you get to learn something particular, and if not, 
then Siobhan gets to reveal exactly what aspect they want to uh, actually reveal. Okay, and do I have to beat her roll, or...? No, you okay. do not have to. Alright. If you do beat her roll, then you do just get a regular empathy read as normal without the additional... Um, without Siobhan controlling it. Well, that is a three. Okay. So, uh, you get to pick one of your character aspects that you can reveal to Ro right now if you want. All right, perfect. So I'm going to reveal the, um, can I reveal my trouble aspect? You super can if you want. I actually do want. So my, so, um, the trouble aspect is, ooh, what happens when I push this button? And, um, Siobhan is insatiably curious, and because she's a creature of instinct, she cannot stop her curiosity, which is, uh, how she ended up in a relationship with Rose's dad, <laughs> because she wanted to know, what you know, what would happen. And then she got pregnant. <laughs> okay. So, you know, we've, ex- you know, Siobhan's explained this little aspect of herself okay um this is this is a lot for me i uh, i'm sorry if i'm not what you expected um that was never the impression i intended to give uh no it's not a question of expectations my concern is your father (sighs) you you are not at fault here he had responsibilities, and he shirked them. And obviously, I should have checked in sooner. You are... And and Siobhan is... There's some maternal instinct kinda kicking in there. And she just looks at her and she says, you're, you're, you're doing okay. It's just... Wasn't supposed to go like this. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I wish you would. <laughs> Oh, well, with your blessing, perhaps. Uh, honestly, where where are you staying these days if you're not living with that atrocity? <laughs> I have an apartment. Uh, small, oh. it's a studio, but it's right up the street from places I go regularly, and I have a life here. It's not what I planned, not what we had planned, but... I have something. A family, kind of. We? Oh. Who is we? And Ro just kind of contemplates for a second, because she doesn't, like, aside from her group, she doesn't talk about this with anyone. But she puts her left hand on the table, and Siobhan can see that she's wearing two engagement rings. Um, I'm engaged, kind of, was engaged, um, Is this the appropriate time to say congratulations? You, you seem a bit nervous. No, I, yeah, I am, I, Oh dear. I don't know that I'm still, I have a person that I'm in love with. 
And oh dear. And I think Ro just starts crying. And Siobhan actually reaches her hand across the table and just says, I'm so sorry. <sighs> I felt the same way about your father or as close as I could to it. I, uh, I do want you to know that um, as your mother does this, it's you expect to feel a warmth from such a touch. Uh, and not only do you, it's extraordinary. It is warmer than one could have really conceived of, but not in an unpleasant or uncomfortable way. Okay. So Rose sits up a little bit and... Okay. Well, so right at the start of high school, I met this girl. And over high school and the first year of college, we fell in love, got engaged, and then she she vanished. Um and it's all my father's fault. At least I thought it was. Um I was alone for almost 2 years. I I left. I I stayed in Rhode Island for most of that. And then I came here looking for answers. And then I find out that I'm magic. I'm some kind of magician. Um, I was kept in the dark for so fucking long. I... <laughs> oh, dear. Rose having a hard time right now. But I think she's feeling better now that she's got some of this stuff out. Oh, dear. Oh. It, it, are hugs still a good idea? Hugs are good? Oh, it, yeah. She she just kind of nods. Siobhan just sort of reaches across the table because they're still waiting on their food and she gives her a hug. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long wait. <laughs> Honestly. I read the reviews on your internet and said the food was good here, and it was vegetarian predominantly, and I know that there are some restrictions on cuisine, so I try to be polite. Otherwise, I'll never hear the end of it at court. This is such a charming character. As you are complaining about <laughs> the delay in food, um, your server does in fact come back with the crepes. And oh, uh, places you. them on the table. And and Siobhan just starts, she grabs a fork and she just, can she touch forks? That's an important question. Don't Faye have some issues with some metals? With cold iron specifically. Oh, then we're going to be fine at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. It's not going to be, like, good, proper iron and steel. Fantastic. It's probably, like, stainless steel at best. <laughs> so she, she she takes a fork and knife and she starts, you know, very delicately biting into it. And you can see her just savoring everything as she, as she you know, nibbles on each little bite. She's a very delicate eater. Bro, uh, I will... If you if you check the time, uh, if you check your watch or something, uh -huh. it's actually not been nearly as long as you think it has. 
Um, It's been a reasonable amount of time. It's just that this is one of those conversations where uh, time dilates. Mm -hmm. I think while Siobhan starts eating, Rose sends a group text that um, it's just a string of emojis that don't make sense because she's not (laughs) looking at her phone. She's watching her mother eat and she's just trying to kind of get everyone's attention. So it's probably like a cat a possum, an upside-down smiley face, and, like, sparkles. <laughs> Your phone almost immediately starts buzzing after the text. Oh my god. Um, and then she just drops the location um, and says, take your time, I'm okay. And then puts her phone face down on the table and starts eating. I don't know how long it does take, but Albion does show up. Oh yeah, I figured. Fairly but quickly. Let, let me let it me do this. Depends on where Albion is in town. Yeah, where's Albion? He's at a gym. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> are you are you gonna get yourself cleaned up beforehand? Yeah. Like I said, I don't. <laughs> okay. like I said I don't know when, but he's gonna show up fairly quickly. It's like a sweaty tank top. D- I mean, Des is happy to bike down to the waterfront and you know meet Albion for breakfast. In winter. It's yeah, Des. Yeah. She's a Vermont yeah. girl. Yeah, she always bikes. She bikes everywhere. That's fair. She probably has winter tires on her bike. <laughs> are those real? I don't know. <laughs> they are in this world. <laughs> they they absolutely are now. If they're not in reality, they are here. Fantastic. Are Green Mountain Mysteries, Burlington, Vermont, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume that given that one of you is biking from the other side of town, one of you is at a gym uh, and is getting cleaned up, it's going to take a little bit of time for you both to actually get there. So it it won't be long before the other two arrive, but I'm going to assume that Dr. Cooper Smith does, in fact, get to the skinny pancake first. He's just going to text Tarot, you found your mom, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) So intuitive, that doctor. Um, <laughs> just uh, an upside down smiley emoji. That's all he gets. <laughs> and he just sends back a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Is, is Sylvester showing up for crepes? Yeah, why not? So uh, just just so you're aware, you're at a two top and you're going to have to pull up another chair. We're going to. Pull a rent and push the tables together, huh? <laughs> okay. Well, you only have three right now. True. All right. So, um, while we're here, um, just so you know, I probably have some people showing up in a couple minutes, just because they're they're really good about you know being there when I need them. Um, I, I gathered. Uh, here is a weird question. Something that I figured out I could do on my own. Um, Rogue veils her left hand. Siobhan just smiles. And it's not that warm, it's not warm, it's just intrigue. She is excited and interested. So I want to go ahead and see if I can... I'm assuming I'm going to make this, but... Oh yeah. We absolutely made that. <laughs> what what effect are you actually doing before we get this roll result? 
So um, she's going to go ahead and veil her left hand as well. You do so in a manner that it appears as though you never had a left hand, uh, and it would not make sense for you to have a left hand there. Uh, <laughs> it is it, it is straight invisible as far as any any passive observer could possibly tell. Oh, shit. She waves it away. <laughs> Ro reaches her hand down and, like, puts her hand back. <laughs> like, you, you do notice that uh, the garment that Siobhan is wearing seemed to shift and change in appearance to accommodate for the lack of hand being there. It was a full and complete uh, uh, transformative effect. So that, that, what you just did right there, um, can you teach me how to do that? You're, based on what you showed me, you're already on the way. It just requires more practice for changelings, as far as I know. I would have to do more research on that, but it seems as though you have the right idea. Perhaps more of your focus into the appearance of the fabric itself, a mental exercise. It's instinctive for me. I can, I've always been able to do it. It doesn't always, it's a very useful skill, but I think if you perhaps focused on, I believe you first have to make it unreal to yourself. And once it becomes unreal to you, it will become unreal to everything around you. Including the fabric. Oh, okay. I think I think Doctor Cooper Smith is uh, right ready to show up now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you enter the skinny pancake, and you find Roe, and you find Siobhan, the woman that you have correctly guessed <laughs> is Roe's mother, and um. How much of an aesthetic appreciation does Dr. Cooper Smith have for <laughs> that era of filmmaking? I mean, my dad named his dog Bacall, so there's that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the dog before that was like Bogart. I know this is uh... I know that I know that Darius as a person has a fondness <laughs> for that particular period, but I wanted to make sure I wanted to see if that carried over to uh Dr. Cooper Smith Hold also. Up. I want it on the record that if Dr. Cooper Smith sleeps with my mother, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put it on the record that like that ain't fucking happened. <laughs> oh, look man. realistically i'm pretty sure dr cooper smith like it does not matter how hot siobhan is i don't think he's that he, he will never be that into the supernatural ever <laughs> i mean he's just like, i mean you never know but yeah i'm not yeah odds are odds are right, not in your, your favor mom, look, look your mom's right. Your mom's uh, spooky supernatural coochie is fine, all right? You're okay. <laughs> Look, Dr. Cooper Smith, Dr. Cooper Smith isn't Lee, okay? Shadow oh. Lee. Anyway, isn't okay, Lee we're did. back in it. We're back in the sauce. <laughs> yes, we're editing all of that out. Didn't I kill Lee? Twice. <laughs> all right, so yes, Darius, you show up as Dr. Cooper Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Please bail me out. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, Ro. Hey, Ro's mom. What's up? 
<laughs> I'm just gonna um, sit down in the chair like, you know, I kind of live here. <laughs> oh, are you doing that thing where you do, like, the, like, legs over the back of the chair, arms over the thing, and you're just like, yeah. No, I'm just gonna sit in the chair, which is, like, my side of the table, and just manspread, because this is my side of the table now. Uh, that works. Um, okay. Uh, this is... Siobhan just looks at him and nods. Dr. Sylvester Cooper Smith, M.D. Um, this... I heard that pause. <laughs> this is my mother, Siobhan. Um, yeah, I have a mom who is magic like me, but better. Um, that's fun. I know you're super into magic, right? Uh, yeah. Sure. Anyway, nice to meet you. Yes. Uh, Siobhan is just looking at him like... I think she's just straight up confused. (laughs) (laughs) She's, She's used to humans to an extent. She's not used to humans who are not magic that are that comfortable rolling up to a pa- to a to a crepe <laughs> place at like nine o'clock in the morning who aren't part magic and being like oh hello to a member of the summer court <laughs> so i think she's not really put off but she's not really quite sure what to make of him because she's she's poignantly aware that he he doesn't really have any gifts and she thinks this is something of a strange companion for her daughter. <laughs> you know, like, she's like, okay, like, eh, it's good that you, you're you friends with a doctor, but also, like, huh. Um, uh, is do- 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 doctor, would you, would you like some breakfast? I seem to be buying this morning. Oh, that would be nice. Thank you. All right. Uh, well, the service is a little slow, but we'll do what we can. Take a look <laughs> at the menu and... Uh, <laughs> When I wave the gentleman over, we will attempt to procure you some food. Groovy. All right. Uh, the the surfer comes over and uh, is trying not to look at Siobhan, which is taking <laughs> genuine effort. And he just uh, says, uh, hello, doctor. Uh, what can I get for you? On and collect met cosmet spec. On it. <clears throat> and he goes. Uh, what in the name? What? What did you order? <laughs> uh, Pancoke. It's like Dutch crepes, but then it's got like cheese and ham in it. That actually oh, sounds, that sounds quite so good. good. <laughs> I, I stick to my vegetables, however. <sighs> Politics. Anyway. Um... <laughs> uh... um, I should probably explain. Uh him so please (laughs) siobhan is just like this is the first time she's been this is the first time she's been caught off guard since coming into the restaurant she's she's not used to she's not used to having somebody stare back when she stares them down oh please explain um, me bro so no i i will uh i got you buddy so (laughs) the doctor here um is one of the people in this group I'm in, uh, it's not a cult. Don't I don't know if cults are a thing where you are from. Um, not a cult. <sighs> Only it's voluntary a... ones. Oh, 
Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> monster fighting, hunting, rehabilitating in one case, uh, kind of group. We're a bunch of super friends. Yeah, that that explains I, it. I'm oh, uh-huh. sorry. Kind of suicide do- squad. Doctor, doctor, doctor Cooper Smith. Uh, it's super what? <clears throat> I, I apologize. It's been a bit of a time since I last ventured to this side of existence. Uh, Neb, the, 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 the reference is. Since uh, so it's before the 1970s or what? <sighs> I was not an avid consumer of television. Even when I was here last. Presumably that is what you are referencing. Apparently, human television is frowned upon at court. I mean, I don't blame them. (laughs) (laughs) Then why, pray tell, are you referencing it? Because, I don't know. It was kind of, it was funny. To me. (laughs) Um, Fair enough. Uh, So you, you hunt, this is what you do for your, oh... Not, and not Siobhan, the- Siobhan just sort of looks, and, and I think for a moment you realize that she's has some notes somewhere in her little, she has a little clutch, and she has some notes on how humans mature and what they normally have as adults. <laughs> <laughs> because it's been a while, so she's trying to make sure she's up to date enough. So this is what you're doing for your uh, uh, career? Not technically. I was a thief for hire. Um, professionally, I did a lot of breaking and entering. Those days are behind me since about two months ago. Um, <laughs> I took since... part-time classes at the fall. <laughs> By the way, your exam is on Friday. I've been trying to do something with my life. I don't know what, because the woman I love has disappeared. My father is a criminal. My mother yeah. is a magic lady who just appeared. And I have a friend who talks to ghosts, a friend who's a magic god-talking guy. I have this doctor friend right here who's good at kicks and soccer. And I... Uh, yeah, that that's just about it. I I don't know what else you might need to know. Um, but I'm sure Albion and Des will have questions. Um uh, those are the uh the ghost speaker and the god wielder specifically. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I love the fact that you are just laying plainly <laughs> bare how absurd your life is yeah. for not only not only your mom but also you and the audience. Yeah. See, and I thought my life was complicated with my dad being a museum curator and my mom being a mystery novelist. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. I, mm, Dr. Cooper Smith, the complications of the summer court are indubitably superior to mystery novels. Anyway, because Ro can sense that some <laughs> weird conversation is happening. Um, Sylvester and I aren't really, uh, not only are we not close, and she kind of, like, looks at him for a second and, like, smiles, um, but also, uh, we're the least magic, um, so we don't do a whole lot 
when it comes to the magic stuff. Yeah, and now, now Rose yeah, very like she's lost her train of thought and she's getting nervous again because she's realizing she's just kind of said all this stuff and has gotten very little in terms of answers for what she thought up while she realized this was her mom. So uh so what you been up to, uh Rose mom? Uh, my name is Siobhan, firstly. Second of all, don't call me that. It reminds me of that crass pop song, and that's all I can think of. <laughs> and, um... That's the... Okay, stop. You wait. don't know about the Justice Friends, but you know about Stacy's mom. Yes. <laughs> you may continue. <laughs> Look, she's got some really weird gaps in her knowledge. And that's based Apparently. on... Apparently. Mike, that's based on me as a person. I don't know what the Justice I Friends know. are. <laughs> Well, Bester's is going to suck his teeth and then kind of be quiet and let her continue. <laughs> so, right. I had been recently made aware that my daughter's absolutely abhorrent miscreant father, who I once thought was an interesting man, thus the existence of Roe here, uh, has abandoned all promises to me and has left my poor child with... No support, no money, no guidance, and never bothered once to introduce me so that when she saw me in person for the very first time, she assumed I was some kind of something out to get her as part of your magical hunting, fishing, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dudes ain't shit. <laughs> Generally speaking, while the phrasing's a bit off, I agree with the sentiment. <laughs> Uh, so where your, are the um, rest of these friends your ham of yours? And cheese, sorry, your ham and cheese uh, crepe is now here. Awesome. I'm going to eat this like a gentleman, but I'm going to do it very speedily and voraciously. <laughs> you are just absolutely a paragon of opposites. Yeah. Anyway, um, I finished that bitch off in five minutes. <laughs> I think that gives enough time for the other two to arrive. Awesome. Albion's gonna saunter in, and um, since Siobhan is a supernatural being, she will be able to see the mark of Odin on him and recognize who it belongs to. I am it's... going to say to Albion, sup, bro, as your hammer hanging. Ace <laughs> is gonna hold up the Mjolnir necklace. It's hanging fine, Sylvester. Thank you for asking. Ah, so I see you made it a point to introduce yourself properly. Thank you. Uh, and your howdy. name is? My name is, uh... I'm sorry, hold on. He's gonna sit at the table. And he's gonna walk over and say, So, Ro, uh... Who, may I ask, is our, uh... Our new... Guest? Um, this is my mother! And she jazz hands is at her mom. <laughs> Albion's entire demeanor is just gone. He's just... <laughs> um, yeah, this is Sylvester a will surprise. take a kazoo out from his jacket pocket and play a little tune. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a surprise Guys, you're arriving me. about the same time. Alright, yeah, Desdemona's coming in. Um, her, uh, her cheeks and her nose are like very pink from you know being out in the cold while riding a bike and she's in you know a a gray winter coat but she's got um a matching uh knit hat and mitten set and there's a pom-pom on the top of the hat oh my 
my and her God. scarf is light pink today too. <laughs> I love Des. She's so cute. Um, did she come in right as Rose doing jazz hands? Just I like that vision. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So she'll tr- she's like, oh, jazz hands. But she'll try to jazz hands, but she's wearing mittens. Good <laughs> <laughs> timing up top. So you're a uh, Rose mother. Yes. Rose gets a high five from Sly. Well, yeah. uh, howdy. My oh. name is uh, my name's Albion Graves, and um, Rose is a real good friend of mine. You, you mind if I take a seat? Go, go ahead. You're welcome to. Uh, uh, Purloin a, a chair from another table. It seems like they don't mind here. Um, and and I'll I'll breakfast is on me this morning. Oh, I've got to summon that waiter again. Uh, are you familiar with the menu here, Mister Graves? Um, I am. Uh, Excellent. He's gonna look at the. He's gonna look at the waiter. Like, uh, hey there, Charles. Um, nah, Charles. That we already have a Charlie. Uh, no, it's fine. Yeah. Hey there, Eric. Uh, yeah, good to see you. Yeah, I don't. I I wasn't planning on uh joining either. I know what's weird, but uh, I mean, you know what I like. I like the haze on that stuff. Get, just bring me a couple of those. That would be absolutely splendid. I'm sorry for making a mess. Um, he is uncharacteristically non-talkative today, and uh, <laughs> he hasn't even had a chance to leave the kitchen before you address him by name. Uh, he just sort of stands there in the doorway as though there is an invisible barrier that he has run into when you start talking to him. And uh, he just has an overly straightened back and just arms at his sides, and he just looks at you and acknowledges what you've said and just... Well, the sheet and the okay. head effect on me. He says to uh, the table, he's like, so... He, he just He just says... Okay. And then turns around and goes back in the kitchen. <laughs> He's got to look back at the table. I mean, I guess the she have that effect on people. Ah, so and motherfuckers earn his tip. So as I, I just got here. I'm sorry. Oh, hi, I'm Des. Rose stands hi, up Des. to give Des her seat so she can kind of just stand up for a second and breathe. And did you want breakfast, oh, Miss uh, Des? Uh, that would be lovely, actually. All right. Uh, your your friend there, Albion, preferred something on the sweeter side. Uh, presumably, same for you. Okay. You, you so can th- hear from the kitchen <laughs> very faintly. Eric, they have another one. <laughs> oh, no. That's Poor amazing. Eric. Sorry, Eric. Um, you you've never seen bags form under someone's eyes this quickly, <laughs> but here they are. Um, he's got dark lines under them eyebrows now, uh, under them eyes now, and, uh, Eric comes out and just sees Desdemona Brown, who has almost certainly been here before. Yep. Uh, at, and he, uh, he relaxes a little bit at, at the sight of multiple familiar faces <laughs> and just finally says, oh, what can I get for you? Uh, a green mountain crepe, please, and a cup of tea? Uh, the usual. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he goes back in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, Des. They literally have one called a Green Mountain, guys. <laughs> I love that. We have to go and go there and get that. Um, yes. So It's got apples and cheese. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, oh sh- that sounds so good. Oh, yes. And Kat, good news. I looked. They do have gluten-free crepes. Oh, my God. Road guys, trip, I'm hungry. Road trip, road trip, road um, trip. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> Let's get back in it. Okay, <laughs> yes. Uh, Des, this is my mother, um, Siobhan. 
She is like me. Hi, Siobhan. Hi. It's good to meet you. It's uh, good to meet you. You have such pleasant friends, Ro. And, and, and she, she's she's actually being very serious right there. She's absolutely like, I think she's kind of taken aback by how wholesome Des seems, like just with the <laughs> mittens and the mittens and the scarf and the fact that Albion's like all serious and she's just like, oh, isn't this so sweet? <laughs> the only one and, she's, uh, she's a little jumpy about is, is Sylvester, but she's, <laughs> she's sort of like, maybe some humans just be like that. <laughs> yeah, and when you and when you say that she has such pleasant friends, well, you're not lying because you can't. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Which is wild coming Fear from Rose's mom. Cannot lie. <laughs> oh, uh, so the the f- the four of you, I have been informed, uh, perform uh, hun- hunting. What exactly do you hunt? Yeah, Ro, will... what exactly oh, do we on. hunt? Quick quick sidebar. Moose. Um uh cat? Yes. You're a she of the summer court. You know all this shit. Uh if you uh, if you are pretending like you don't, that's perfectly valid because you're not lying. Uh but if you're just kind of probing for information by using the chit chat feature of rapport, then yeah. You're basically just trying to get them to casually open up about stuff that you almost certainly already know. Now, am I to, I'm not aware of, obviously, these four specifically or their antics, yes? No, you're not necessarily but I'm aware fami- of But I'm familiar them. with what, what someone like Albion would hunt. Yeah, you you have a good understanding of what creatures exist in the never never you live there and have for a very long time that's okay that's fair so wait so would she know I, a librarian I, probably oh and siobhan just so, smiles mm. ah. and and she doesn't as, say anything else yeah as an insatiably curious she i am certain you have uh been oh, yeah. to the library more oh, yeah. than once absolutely yeah, uh, just gonna be looking at Ro. Yeah, Ro, uh, yeah. what do we hunt? Yeah, uh, Ro. <laughs> I feel very attacked. Um, I... Guys, I don't even know what we do. This is... <laughs> Look, I'm it's hard just... to explain. There's been a lot to it lately. <laughs> My life got way more complicated the moment I drove into Vermont, so... You know, you know, that, that, uh... I would say that when I visited Rhode Island and met my child's <laughs> father for the first time, I would agree that that's a similar feeling that I have had. At any rate. Yeah, but, um... Do you have any idea where he is? Because I have some business I would like to take up with him, specifically the business of he's neglecting to mention to me at any time or to his child that perhaps I might want to see my own daughter when she was ready to understand. Also, uh, just for reference, you would probably call it its full name of the state of Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> yes, okay. That so is for, absolutely for, for, how you would know it. So for future reference, the state of Rhode yes. Island and Providence well, Plantations. <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite know where he is, and honestly... He should be happy that I don't. That's a good thing for him. 
Let's just say we well, got beef with the man. Obviously. Which is why I mightn't like your help. If you are as powerful as you appear, Mr. Uh, Odin... What is your title? Odin Sworn or something or other? <laughs> I can never keep all my details straight. But it, it, I don't look, particularly have a liking for titles. Humans, ish. That's not gonna look good on the old resume. <laughs> yeah, because I have a resume. De uh, Sylvester, yeah, I, that's what I do. Whenever I go to hunt a monster, is I go, well, I, I know you have a lot of potential offers. Here's my resume of all the shit I've hunted and my various titles. That's how it works, Sylvester. I'm sorry, I'm being a smartass, Sylvester. That's okay, I just put that on my CV. <laughs> hey, before I sell it, you're throwing a scale of one to ten. How was my monster today? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that was a seven, seven and a half, but you know, I'm not being eight. eight. I'm feeling like an eight. You were right an eight. It's a Thursday. <laughs> you know, if you give me an eight or lower, it's technically a bad review. <laughs> you don't say there. Sorry, right, man, I'm going to hang around you too long. I got the voice down pat. You know, you're getting there, so you're getting there, Sly, and, uh, he's, he's very, just the expression on Albion's face is delight at Sylvester's impression. <laughs> and Siobhan uh. is just watching the proceedings with absolute fascination, <laughs> because the last time she was in the state of Rhode Island and Providence Plantation, she was hanging out with a bunch of mobsters, um... <laughs> Because she thought they were interesting, and she got bored and had an affair with one. So, um, she's not used to humans laughing and joking in her presence either. She's very used to the reaction she's getting from the kitchen, which is, oh my Jesus, oh no. <laughs> I'm terrified, and she is hot, and I can't do words. So, so like... yeah. She's really, really confused because she's not used to humans, especially the like Sylvester being like, oh, I'm okay around this very strange ethereal creature that is buying me breakfast. <laughs> that looks like Lauren Bacall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're um so let's get back to the topic at hand. You uh you need our help with something? I want to bait him and I want to visit with him because I am very he has a debt he owes me. He broke his promise. And I am certain you in particular, Albion, are aware of the gravity of that. I am. However, this is not my call to make. This is Rose- Oh, Rose already- Rose already given me permission to dispatch him as I see fit. I- yeah. Is that true, Rose? Wait, has she? <sighs> uh, she appeared to encourage it at any rate. I- does I know you are in a place where you could understand where your parent was coming from. The parent that, you know, wronged you. I'm not there yet. I I need time. But right now I want him dead. I I want him to suffer. The way I have suffered for far too long. And it's not Okay, for me to say that's not like me, I don't think. But yeah, I. If my mom wants to kill my father, I don't see why I should f forbid it. And besides, Roe won't be involved in any of the killing 
You will stay clear of it. He has done See? you enough harm. I will not let him come near you again. See, but that's a bit of a problem for me. You hunt monsters, do you not? I made a promise, Siobhan. I made a promise to myself. And to a lot of people. That I would make sure that these things that people don't understand, these things from beyond, these... You just gotta stop and then just gesture. That they don't get to just walk into our world, kill who they want, do the damage they like, and walk away clean. So you'll understand why I am conflicted right now. Because I have never met Rose Father, but I despise the son of a bitch. All right. New and plan. I want and I want to hurt him. All right. But I don't know if I can just let you kill him. So new plan. If if killing him is ethically dubious for you humans, and I'll be quite honest, I am not exactly in a mood to have my existence terminated because I found it necessary to dispatch with my former paramour. How can we deal with him? Because I do not want him to ever come near her again. He has no business ever, ever, ever coming back to haunt her. So, see, we have that's options. another problem we've got. He's already to scare him. We're involved with some. <sighs> There's a lot going on here in Burlington. Um, part of that is his drug running that happens to be here. Oh, and we've of had... course, he's still doing that. Oh, still. Good to know he's been doing it all along. Um, he has people here. I he hasn't been here to my knowledge, but he's had all of his people in and out of here. We found the place, one of the places, I don't know. Um, yeah, you're never too far from home, I guess. <laughs> yes, that's what Titania always tells me. See, here's something where I think we can't help each other. Because, uh, Miss Siobhan, there is someone who did try to hurt Rome. His name is Shadrach. He's tied up in all this. He's tied up in Rose's father. He's tied up in all that business. More than that, he's tied up with a never-never. He's got a patron. Someone native to your world. Backing him. Someone who pulled him out when we had him dead to rights. We don't know who. We don't know what. We don't know what Shadrach's ultimate goal was. Or even is. But we know he's connected to Roe's dad, because the moment he heard that that's who Roe was, he tried to kill her. And I kicked a grenade out of his hand. <laughs> yeah, it was rad as fuck. But it was rad as fuck. <laughs> the point is, you're from the Never Never. You can help us find who's backing him. We can help you with Roe's dad. Yeah. This seems like an equitable bargain. Of course, we will not be making anything official, because I will not be entrapping any of my daughter's lovely friends in any of my usual trickery. It does not seem 
very polite. And I appreciate that. You'll notice I didn't make any concrete deals. That is because you have dealt with our kind before. You are obviously not an idiot. So, I would be happy to perform some investigation for you. In fact, it would give me no shortage of joy, because that is my realm. That is the area with which I am most familiar. And not only that, if he is somehow enmeshed with that idiot ex-lover of mine, in whatever capacity, and it led to him trying to harm my child, of course I would like to dispatch with this patron. And if you get rid of the patron, perhaps you can get rid of the one on your side as well. Additionally... Whoever this one is should not be going between worlds. Sounds great. At least as far as I'm aware. It's rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you use a weight, that's different. But this guy was just yanked out. Oh, of course. Oh, this is going to be... Uh, I'm going to... The amount of things I'm going to have to explain to Titania. I guess I'm going to have to go on one of my little vacations. But I am going to go traipsing about through the never-never and try to find this... And you can see Siobhan's expression is just... She's kind of crabby at this point. She's like, she she's interested. She's like, okay, you know, I have questions. I need them answered. And also, maybe I could go fuck someone up. But she thinks it more politely in her head. <laughs> Before we go forward with any of this, Des, you haven't talked much. Are you comfortable with any of this? Uh, well, just, the only thing that I'm thinking of is just, um, in regards to Rose's father, if you get rid of him, like, what if he's the only person who knows where Rose's fiancé is? You just watch this expression of realization wash over Siobhan. You have a point. You have a very good I... point. You have a very good point. You're right, you're right. All right, so because I I couldn't I couldn't find her on this plane. And that bothers me to this day. Oh, she, she's dear. she wasn't here. She's not in the next she's not on the next world either. So so she must be somewhere in my domain. And I'm wondering, oh, why do I have the terrible feeling that all of this is tied together in some hawk, some cockeyed lunacy? I'm going to kill my, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I'm not going to kill him, but I would like to kill him. I would, I would love to kill him, but it's just. May I make a suggestion? Fire away. How about we just break his legs, find out what he knows, and then kill him? That is not always as effective as you would like to believe. And also, you have a very, very concerned Eric standing <laughs> over your table as you say that. What's up, bro? He, he, he's, he's holding a, a tray that has a couple of different plates and, of course, a cup of tea. And he just looks at the man he knows as a doctor who just said those words out loud. And he very slowly, carefully, and deliberately places the food in front of the uh, in front of Albion and Des. Gives Des her tea, making no sudden movements whatsoever. And it's for Dead by Daylight. I'm a clown, man. He uh, he looks at you and says, "Hmm," and just turns. <laughs> And walks back into the kitchen, and those of you paying attention, you can see him reach into his apron, uh, pull out some small plastic object, 
and slip it into and out of something next to the door and then just keep walking. He's punching out for the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, Eric. Eric ain't getting that tip then. We're going to need to leave him a good tip. A, a very good Well, he's leaving, so we can't leave him a tip. Uh, Ro, your yes. phone is buzzing. Buzzing like text or buzzing like call? Like phone call. She stands up and starts to walk away, but answers the phone a couple feet away from the table. Um, hello? You hear a voice in your ear that is dreadfully familiar. Where's Charlie and Baz? She drops the phone on the floor and just stands there. Guys? Yes? I know. <laughs> and she starts crying again. Everybody, it's Mike, your best friend, your game master, and uh, in a hurry, boy, because I know this episode's a bit long, so we're gonna not linger on the break. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, and thank you so much to our special guest, Cat Pyburn Wilson. Uh, they did a fantastic job; could not have asked for better. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at cat underscore senator, c a t underscore senator. And uh, they would also like me to say, support your local coffee shop. Thank you again, friend of the show, Kat. Also, uh, friend of the show, Siobhan, is the inspiration for uh, their character's name. You can check out uh, Siobhan at Spellbound Mage on Twitter and also on the show Otherware, which is a show that she does with Tom. Uh, and that's also on Twitter at OtherwarePod. So thank you for being a fan of the show, Siobhan, and for being our Burlington consultant and keeping me honest, more or less. We have a brand new sponsor this week that I'm very excited about. Abe Books, A-B-E Books, is an online marketplace listing millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items, as well as cheap textbooks, something that I know a lot of us definitely need. Uh, they connect you with thousands of professional booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide, which is just super rad. You can find a lot of amazing books for $10 and under, uh, new, used, whatever you're looking for. I'm overdue for a reread on some of my favorites, so I think I'm going to grab a copy of Life of Pi by Jan Martell and Venice Underground by Jeff Vandermeer, both of them in stock from a variety of sellers, and inexpensive, so that's going to be super cool. Support our show by visiting them at affiliates.abebooks.com ppn. That is affiliates.abebooks.com ppn. And thanks again for supporting the show. Thanks as always to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our show, as well as other great shows like The Ghoul Tank, Cult Classics, and Sorted. You can also follow our show on Twitter and Facebook at GMMCast. We rely on your word of mouth to uh, get new listeners for the show, so tweet about us using the hashtag GMMCast, and you can have an NPC named after you like Siobhan. 
We're also doing a Q&A bonus episode for our one-year anniversary on New Year's, so tweet questions at the cast and crew with the hashtag AskGMMCast, or ask us some questions in our Discord server, where we also play Jackbox games on the reg, and it seems like we're going to start playing Among Us now, too. Links to all of these things are in the episode description. Uh, if you like the music, I compiled a soundtrack of the first two chapters, since I do compose all the music for the show, and that is available at michaelfreitag.bandcamp.com. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-F-R-E-I-T-A-G.bandcamp.com. Thank you so much, and I won't keep you. Back to the episode. Hi, I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. We're three friends who went to college together. Hey, Gabe, did you know that Akira Kurosawa has a writing credit on Star Wars? I didn't know that. Good, because I made it up. I have one. The creator of the Frisbee made his ashes into a commemorative run of Frisbees. I don't believe you. That's 100% real, my dude. Them's the Facts, a show about fun facts and lying to your friends. Every other Wednesday. On the Pocket Podcast Network. Albion's gonna go and pick up the phone. He just put his ear to it. Are you... Are you okay, Ro? Roll me a quick empathy roll, and your target is a two. That is a flat two. I only roll plus two. I don't have an empathy stat. This is a stern voice, but there is underneath that sternness uh, a bit of genuine compassion and caring in this instance, because... uh, well, the phone just dropped to the floor, so surely that's, that was audible, and then there was silence for a moment. Howdy. This is Rose answering service. <laughs> You're not... You're not Ro. Who are you? <laughs> I just told you, I'm Rose answering service. The Oklahoman. Got it. Oh, so you're doing your research there, Dad. Good to hear from you. What the fuck do you want? I want to talk to my daughter. She don't seem up to talking. I'll pass along a message for you. Well, maybe you can answer my question then. You seem capable and talkative. Where's Charlie and Baz? Unfortunately, they got themselves killed. Not by me, not by us. In fact, I tried to help them. But they don't like listening. Shadrach's ritual went wrong. They took the they took the brunt of it. I'm sure you're familiar with Shadrach. He sure as fuck is familiar with you. There is a pregnant pause. Uh-huh. Well, I do need to talk to Ro now. That's a shame. I have someone else who I think would like to speak to you, though. And I hand the phone to Siobhan. Aw, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Pass it around. Hello? Who is calling? <clears throat> you know who this is, Shivanshi. And at him saying your proper name, you actually are taken aback a bit, and you have, uh, it's exerting a little bit of actual influence over you because he is using your, your name. And that name has power, and he is intending to wield it against you at this moment. Oh boy. Can I roll my way out of this? Well, that depends. What are you doing? I think what she's going to start with is... What is your business with our daughter? Considering how well you've been treating her. My business 
with my daughter. Our. I was fully prepared to say thank you. I was fully prepared to say it's none of your business, but I suppose you can't help it that it's your business, now can you? You bastard. What is your business with our daughter? I intend to meet Ro to discuss that business. In private. Alone. Everyone at the table can see that Siobhan has started to shake. And she has, cl- she has white knuckles around the phone. You will do no such thing. We will meet face to face you and I and discuss it. You will not involve her in your business any further. Do you hear me? I'm not certain that you get to make that call, Siobhan She, and he is going to be rolling something at you. Um, you are going to have to depend, uh, defend against this with a, the social skill of your choice, but it is an intimidation check. Oh boy. He is attempting to uh, actually put a maneuver on you, so uh, I will also mention that you do not currently have fate points to spend. Oh boy! Can I defend using, um, rapport? You may. It says I got six. That's correct. Unfortunately for you, he rolled a ten. Oh, oh, oh boy. I happen to roll four pluses. And That's there my are other thing. things. That's a Darius <laughs> and Albion uh, Tom thing. And there may be other things in play that you're not aware of. Obviously. So basically, he's attempting to sort of manipulate the fact that he does know your true name and can. Uh, exercise a certain level of uh, of power over you with that knowledge. And uh, he's going to be putting a- an aspect on you with this particular maneuver. So that's going to go in my other aspects category? It's a temporary and sticky aspect uh, called True Named. It's basically he can use that as a plus two against you. He He's broadsiding a bit here. Like, you've known him to be a little more patient than this in the past. Oh, yeah. No, he, he absolutely. He was much more subtle back when we were younger. <laughs> well, he right. was younger. <laughs> right now, right now, he knows what he's dealing with. And he's going to open with the full barrage of force right off the bat. So you do have that sticky aspect uh, on you. Uh, may I do a thing on the side while the phone call's happening? What's up? I'm helping. I'm just putting my arms around Ro and it's being like, whatever happens, Ro, we got you on this. You know that. She just kind of nods and she still has tears down her face, but she's not crying anymore. It's more of like a ragey kind of thing now, but she definitely, she acknowledges that Albion is trying. (laughs) If you want to take that phone and tell him to fuck off, got you. Give me another minute. Let everyone else have a go, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Siobhan, since he still has you on the phone, 
and he knows what he has just done, he's going to make a straight up intimidation against you again. And this time it is going to be an actual intimidation attack against you. So it's a social attack. He is basically saying Roe is going to meet him in a certain place at a certain time and that you are going to relay that information under the threat of consequences unknown. Okay. That went well. Not well. I got a three. Okay. Uh, his social attack against you is an eight. So that is five shifts. So that goes off of your social track. So you will either have to take social consequences, which is more aspects that can be tagged against you, or you can choose to be taken out of the scene. Ooh, I think I'm going to be taken out. No, I think I'm going to be taken out of the scene. Okay. I got absolutely clobbered. Being taken out of the scene in this case uh, means that he is going to have put it into your... He's going to basically have used that intimidation to impress upon you the fact that he intends to meet Ro at the four corners of the Earth at 1 p.m. alone. And that if those conditions are not met, that there will absolutely be consequences. And that you are going to relate that information to Ro, and that's that. Give me the phone. Oh, oh, okay. And Siobhan is absolutely like, like sheet white. She's really shaken. Can I do an empathy check on Siobhan? Um, you may. It's a four. I'm going to say that this is basically empathy as an assessment and that you have, you've assessed the, the fact that there exists uh, this aspect that's been placed on her. Uh, you don't necessarily know the exact name of it, but you know that um, uh, it's something that uh, it's basically what the impression you get is he's got some power over me. And Sylvester receives the phone. I'm not going to say anything for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Siobhan, have I made myself perfectly clear? Yes, again, fuck suck. <laughs> well, this can only be one person. <sighs> hey, doctor. What's up, pickle dick? I'm addressing you. Oh, I see. It took you that long to come up with that one. Fantastic. No, I just like making you wait. You're not really worth uh, punctuality. Hmm. Yes, smartass to the last. You know a pumpkin. Cute. You have any intention of ca any harm coming to your friend Ro? Do I have a what now? Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> this is the wrong time not to be listening, Doctor. You have an ethical obligation to prevent harm. Well, I don't know if you've been informed, but I'm actually a harmacist. <laughs> And I've got a prescription with my foot up your fucking ass the next time I see you. The first time I see you, actually, now that I think about it. Des is just gonna hold her hand out. I thought you a smarter man than that, but if you have any intention of actually seeing good on your oath vis-a-vis -vis your friend Ro, 
you will listen to me, and you will leave her alone to her own devices for the next several hours. Otherwise, you'll violate that oath, and I can't be held responsible. Well, I can't be held responsible for you choking on my big black dick either, but that might be happening sooner than you think, fuckhead. Give me to the medium, please. Oh shit, he's watching. <gasps> what, do you got a camera up someone's ass in here? No, I'm intuitive. Obviously, you're all there now. You sure about that? Just give me to her. <laughs> well, did you say please? Because I don't think you did. Or did you say that the first time? And did you say choke on my big black dick? I think we're past formalities. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, with the winner right now, it's shrunk down to 20 inches, so you might be able to manage that. You've got like a, you got a small... Flight! Mouth. You sound like you have a small Give mouth. Give me the phone. Anyway, hang on, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put him on hold and I'll hand it over. <laughs> Des is going to look at Ro and go, sorry, Ro, and she's going to put the phone into her cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, shit, that's better than anything I said. <laughs> Damn, I feel upstaged. <laughs> Ro just kind of nods and stands up and... uh yeah, you're right. I uh, should get my own phone plan, huh? I'll cover this next one. I'm sorry. No, if I... You, you don't want that phone anyway. He no, can reach yeah. you now. No, I would have done it if you didn't. Um, <sighs> Siobhan has started rocking back and forth in her seat and sort of wringing her hands through the, the big faux fur coat. She's just pulling on it and little pieces of fluff are coming off in her hands. Look, I'll just this buy you a new phone after this. The phone. Uh, no, he said. He said has to be alone. Four corners, couple of hours. Has to be alone. Has to be alone. He said. He said. That bastard. Well. What time? I don't remember. I think it was one o'clock. Please don't. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, I. No, I wanted to protect you. Maybe you still can. I would like to take this opportunity to remind Shivanshi, you never actually assented to anything. You remained silent, which is an implicit agreement, and you were taken out under the understanding that you would do such things. However, you never said that you would not show up. That's true! That's very true! <laughs> I, think, I, I think you can put together uh, what, I'm, what I'm suggesting here would make sense for, for Siobhan. She might, she, she might just show up real quick. Uh, Ro, in regards to showing up at the Four Corners at One alone, are you doing that? Um, the plan is to go to the Four Corners alone, but to have Warden Beaumont open a way into that back room closet and have everyone be there. Because Ro is not going alone. She will not, but also she 
this is important. She needs to have answers and get justice. Was there anything beyond that that you wanted to add the rest of the gang? Uh, yeah. Albion is going to head there early and scope out to see if he's got people watching. So 1 p.m. rolls around and... We do have a small group of monster hunters and a warden of the White Council in the never-never, just on the other side uh, of things. And we have uh, Ro Common in a place, and we have a we have an Oklahoman monster hunter who needs to roll an investigation real quick. Your target is three. Cool, I got a four. Okay. Um... You, you can't be a hundred percent certain, but uh, you you feel like there's at least one vehicle sitting in the parking lot that seems maybe out of place. Um, but it's hard to confirm because it is chilly, and somebody may just need to be warming themselves up in there. You don't see any obviously Rhode Island plates, however. So, uh, you have reason to be suspicious, but you can't confirm it. Cool. I'm gonna send people a text letting them know about that car. Okay. That's the only thing I see. I don't see anyone posted up on the rooftops or anything. You don't. Cool. Um, I will remind you that there is also that other restaurant up there, uh, that is, goes above the sort of L uh, in this particular plaza. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are people in there also. The cider place, I think? Yeah, it's a cider place. Um, yeah, so you know that there are also people in there, uh, but you can't tell if any of them are particularly out of place either. So you have the feeling that they probably wouldn't need to have someone posted on a roof where somebody could spot them and go, oh, oops, that's not supposed to be there. That's fair. I just... Watch a lot of movies. Yes, but uh, I'm letting you know that you you feel like there's definitely somebody there watching, but they're not in any sort of obvious location. All right. So, Ro, you find yourself in the four corners of the Earth, uh, and when you when you enter, uh, you see that Ladislav um, behind the counter asks for your order. And I'm sure you just place whatever sandwich order if you are hungry at all. She's not an appetite. Nope. (laughs) Got it. Well, uh, given that he is going to make his way to the uh, the door with the Blessed Virgin Mary on it and find his way to the back room after flipping the sign on the door to read closed. And you are now alone in this restaurant with your father. Rose not sitting down. She's I assume he's seated at a table or a booth. She's walking around and pacing and touching some of the art on the wall. Not making eye contact. You always did pace when you were nervous. Shut up. Is that any way to talk to your father? (sighs) That when you You know about treating family, right? I'm here. Tell me what you want so I can leave. (sighs) Stubborn as always. (sighs) And blunt, straight to the point. 
Shoulda, shoulda known you are my daughter. Well, I guess I will also be pretty straightforward in what I want. And what I want is for that bastard that tried to kill my daughter to never do it again. What? I said, I want that bastard no, that no. tried to kill my- I heard you. I... You're the reason that that happened to me. You're the reason everything bad has happened to me. You don't get to put blame on anyone else, but oh, it's just like you. Oh, okay, sure, okay. What did you do to Shadrach, Dad? I didn't do a damn thing. You always assume it's me that's the instigator here. <laughs> hmm. No faith in your old man. No. Why should I? I don't know why you believe that I don't have the best in mind for you, but we don't have time to hash that out right now, I suppose, because I know that there's someone out there who's tried to hurt you, tried to kill you, and has been a pretty consistent thorn in my side of late, so I feel like we have some common ground here. This person has been pretty disruptive to say the least to both father and daughter I thought perhaps we could find something in common pardon the pun I don't even know what to say to you I so you want what my help to go after the person who wants us both dead because of reasons I don't understand but you sure as hell seem to know what happened he got in the way of business. I didn't do anything to provoke him that I'm aware of, and he started... Well, you, I'm sure, have seen some of what he's done so far. And from what I understand from your Oklahoman friend, he's the reason why uh, Charlie and Baz didn't come back. I tried to send people here just to get this sorted out and taken care of, get this situation done with. In fact, I even tried to send people that I thought maybe would have a fairer shot. Particularly the ones that, uh, particularly if one of them was, oh, what's the word? In the know. Clued in, say. And you know so much about being in the know and clued in, don't you? I know to have us meet on accorded neutral ground. How much do you know about everything? Because you sure as hell didn't tell me anything, ever. <sighs> Baby doll, I didn't want to tell you things. I wanted to keep you away from that side of your life. Because you're my little girl. To me, you're my daughter. A human being. Who I love and want to see grow up. If you join the family business, that's up to you. I'd like that, but I think we're past the the uh, that being in the realm of possibility. <sighs> but I couldn't have you get taken away by that side of you. Why not? Because then I'd never see you again. Oh, and the current situation is so much better, huh? I'm not the one who made the current situation. Did I make you run away from home? <sighs> You fucker. You took the one person that I fucking love 
<laughs> I just can't. Rose sits down. And I think she's gripping the table really, really hard. You are the reason everything bad has ever happened to me. I fucking hate I, hold you. On. Hold on. What do you think I did? What do you mean, what do you think? I, you took her away from me. Like, you, I only know from Des that you didn't fucking kill her. But I can't find her. And it's because of you. You... Oh. I see. Uh, okay. This makes a lot more sense to me now. That was a missing piece of the puzzle, I suppose. I probably should have put that together, but uh, now I get it. Now now it all comes into focus and makes sense. I see why you ran away. Okay. You think I took her away from you? Of course I did. What else should I think? It's not like you ever approved. You're off killing people and robbing and doing whatever, but I can't be in love. Of course you can be in love. Just not with someone that would actually make all of my fears realized. <sighs> oh my god. Oh my god, you don't know. No, I don't. I just... What don't I know? Please enlighten me. Uh, Siobhan? Yeah? <laughs> this is your wonderfully inopportune time to enter the room. Alright, well, uh, Siobhan... She kind of blows through the door. <laughs> Insofar as somebody swiftly transitioning from one reality to the next can do so? Yes. Oh, good. I knew this was coming, but didn't think it'd be right now. Hi, honey. We were just having a very enlightening conversation between father and daughter. Would you care to enlighten me as well? I very much wanted to include you in this conversation, in fact. I was pretty sure that you would come here. All right, well then, let's talk. What were we discussing? Oh, you don't even have the gall to be surprised at me. I was going to have so much fun talking about how I never heard you agree to things, and I know you can't lie, but yeah, whatever. Let's move past that. It, yes, please. There's someone out there who, uh... Took a stab at killing our daughter. I'm sure that irks you quite a bit. Yes. And we all want that person done away with, now don't we? I'll admit it doesn't sound like a bad idea. It might be a good time, even. Hmm. Yeah, things could be like they used to be. We'd now have some sweet. fun. Now, sweetheart, don't be so optimistic. <sighs> what no, that's were, fair. What were we discussing? What? Okay. Oh, you said there is we someone. Mm, yes. Uh, we were, we were discussing uh, your daughter's. Oh my god! Just shut up! Don't no! Don't shut up! Just <sighs> Shadrach. What were you about to say? Oh, I wasn't about to say anything about Shadrach before your mother burst in. I was going to say something about your fiance. Oh. This is actually a wonderful time for you to be here. How much did you know? He looks at Siobhan and at, he asks you that directly. I didn't know she had a fiancé until this morning, when we were eating breakfast. 
I didn't even know that she had ever even gone to college for a year until Krebs. Because you have been so brilliant at keeping me out of the loop. So if you would be so kind as to enlighten me about said fiancé, that would be great. See, I had assumed that you were somehow a part of that. No. Given given the nature of no. Rose's fiancé. What do you mean, the nature of Rose's fiancé? Explain, please. Make yeah. me a lore check. Okay, what the hell Your is Your target lore? is going to be a four. And you can both make that if you want. I got a zero. Amazing. <laughs> That's an incredible roll. This just flies straight over your head. You do not pick up the implication. Okay. Um, Are you going to roll for that as well there, uh, Gwen? Um, I don't have a lore, so uh, sure, it's not gonna be you can good. Always, you can always swing for the fences, and you always can spend fate points. Can I, wait, can I, can I spend a fate point? You have to have fate points to spend. Yeah, Your you refresh is so buck wild <laughs> that you don't have fate points right now. There. <laughs> Alright, let me do a, let me do a little roll. That's a one. Okay, well, you would have to spend two fate points to try to pick up on what he's putting down uh, if you want to figure it out on your own, or you can just let this conversation continue. I'm just going to let it, let this happen. Okay. Um, he, he looks between the two of you uh, and sees your blank expressions and something clicks into place in his head. And he, uh, he he kind of chuckles to himself at first, and it's not a pleasant sound, but it's not because there's any menace in it. It's just... <laughs> oh, oh, what fools these mortals be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you and you, neither of you had any? I oh. <laughs> Would you care to enlighten me about what is so incredibly amusing, dear? You realize that his laughter is crossing over into something very different. It's somebody who's trying not to sob. Oh. She was engaged to one to one of you. What? Oh dear. Oh dear, that's not good. What's the word? Changeling is what our daughter is? Yes, technically. Mm-hmm. Engaged to a... another one. Like me, you mean? Oh, well, I don't know that for sure. But one of the that lives in the... Oh, God. All I know for sure is that my daughter fell in love with someone else just like her. Oh, Siobhan just puts her hand on her forehead and she just leans down on, you know, into her head and she's just rubbing her forehead like the absolute... It's not even despair, it's just crushing realization. Oh, no. I didn't want her in our daughter's life because she was going to take her away from me. Do you get that now? 
And I suppose that's why you never informed me about her, either? I suppose that's why I was iced out and every promise was broken? I suppose that's why you couldn't... Do you understand? You can't... I... You promised me a daughter. And you have a daughter, and I had nothing and to do... And I wasn't going to anymore. You don't know that. You never told her what she is. You never gave her that choice. You never let her know. How was she even going to be aware? If she had known, it might have changed her decisions in the first place. How are you so sure? How are you is so she... certain? Because I know people. Knowing people is what I do. It's how I get where I am. I feel like... Sure, you know whatever... You know your folks on your side of things. I know human beings. She wasn't... Don't have to be so derisive. She wasn't gonna stay here with me if she knew what she was. Siobhan is Who just... Who would? Shaking. I... I gave her to you so that you could have a daughter, so that she could live in this world. And look, she's become aware of what she is, and she's still here. How are you so sure? And what? And, oh. Ignorance is such a powerful tool, you see. If somebody doesn't know what they could know, they don't act on it. She deserved to know. She deserved it. Not if you it. wanted to uphold your end of the bargain. I think Siobhan starts to cry. And for the record, I never touched her. She disappeared on her own. Oh, no. Oh. You're lying. I she wouldn't have done that. She wouldn't have just left. Can right? I... Can I roll rapport to see if he is lying? Um, you can roll empathy, uh, because he is actually going to be rolling something right now, and you are rolling empathy against it. Oops, sorry, I bumped my mic. Okay. Uh, he's doing something right now, and you are rolling empathy against it, both of you. Okay. All right. That was the wrong thing. I got a five. All right. Well, uh, cool. I got a three. <laughs> cool. Amazingly, uh, Siobhan, uh, Siobhan, you actually fail this one, and, uh, Ro, you succeed, because his role was a four. Ha! And, um, <laughs> this is, this is an opening up that he's doing, where he is choosing to reveal something uh, about himself um, to uh, he's trying to choose to how to reveal something uh, about himself uh, and it works on Siobhan oddly enough um, let me see uh, Siobhan he opens up to you uh, to reveal that uh, it, basically an aspect about himself which is uh, where a lie won't do the truth sure will and um, 
Ro, you you get a strong read on him in this case. This isn't how he lies. <sighs> oh, You've boy. been around him enough that you and you are a pretty, you know, proficient liar. This doesn't feel like a lie to you. There, it, There's something in his voice that doesn't have that same same emotional quality. Um, I mean, also, Tom, I can't really stop you. Technically. Okay. Um, <clears throat> no, it's fine. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be when Albion walks out of the kitchen. I mean, it's not the kitchen, it's the back room. Yeah, the back room. He's just gonna walk out and just... <laughs> I've been listening. And I don't care if you're fucking telling the truth. I don't care what your reasons were. You are a selfish, absolute failure of a father. You never gave a damn about what she wanted. Only about getting, making sure you got what was yours. Fuck you. You have, let's call it three paragraphs or less <laughs> to convince me why I shouldn't paint that wall behind you with your blood right the fuck now! I hate to remind you, Albion. I didn't sign any fucking new... accord. Well. I'm not a freeholding lord. I don't owe it shit. That's delightful. But I do not want to have to explain to the nice proprietor man why there are brains on the wall of his establishment. So if you would be so kind, if you are going to shoot him, take him out of here, please. No one is getting shot. Not today, at least. No one answers. <sighs> You're very lucky. Now start answering the fucking questions. Hmm. Yeah, should have figured. I, I had you pegged for the type that would make a play such as this. <sighs> oh well. Get that smug look off your face before I shoot it the fuck off. His face is not looking smug at this moment. Okay, then let's cut that light out. <laughs> no, no, no. He, it, I, it's fine. He, he, uh, he's got a certain way about him that, you know, you might confuse for smugness. Uh, but he usually is smug. Just at this moment, hmm. Let's make one thing fucking clear. We are Rose family. You ain't been for some fucking time. We're the ones who picked up the pieces of what you did. We're the ones who have been here. We're the ones who have fought and bled alongside her. She doesn't owe you a goddamn thing. Siobhan has just sort of started to rub her temples. <laughs> She's just like, this is, a fact, this is a disaster. <laughs> in fact, I would say you owe her Plenty. So, answers now. Pretty sure you went over your three paragraph limit there, Mr. Graves. Oh, the no, other two want to come you. out now? Those oh, are for you. Christ. And you're wasting words. Yes, uh, it, it, look, look, look. Siobhan just the other stops two want to come out now, too? Doesn't oh. like. Oh, shit. Sorry. I thought we were all out together at the same time. I think Albion is exactly the type of person who would charge <laughs> in like that. Absolutely he is. I guess I'll just scroll in. 
Albi is going to take the Babylonian beef he has been holding in his other hand and just take a bite and just <laughs> hold eye contact while he does. That tracks. Yep. Des will just cautiously kind of peek behind the door. <laughs> Siobhan is just at this point, she, by the way, you can tell she loves makeup because... All of the, the temple rubbing and face rubbing has started to flake off and mascara's flakes are starting to sort of get on the underside of her eyes. She still looks, you know, incredibly gorgeous for some supernatural reason, but her makeup is a mess <laughs> because she keeps playing with her eyes. Room. <laughs> because at this point. Sorry, go ahead. No, because at uh, this point, she's just like, uh, that, yeah, this is this is a complete disaster. And. She doesn't know. She's like, okay, so I just met my daughter. She's engaged. My ex has been hiding her on me because he's possessive. <laughs> I think the word is scared of losing her. That's that's what I said. And <laughs> so this is just not how Siobhan expected the first day that she ever met her daughter going. It was much better at the crepe place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now this whole fiance thing, and she's just looking at her ex like if you're not responsible for what the what the fiance is you don't know where she went? You have no idea. You don't know where she went. No. Not at all. And Siobhan just starts pacing back and forth, and you can hear the clicking from her high heels as she keeps rubbing her temples and starts muttering something in in some strange other language. Frankly, I thought I thought you'd got to her, because I thought, I don't know why, for some reason I thought you had been involved. If I had been, it might have been more obvious. I am not exactly wired for subtlety. No, no, amazingly, you're not. Ro, if I if I were to question this, because I'm tired of listening to these two fucking jaw. It's less of a, a question, more of a realization here. Um, I am twenty years old, and I am learning just this second. That neither of my parents, neither one of them, is too great right now. Neither of them have answers, and neither of them are responsible for the worst possible moment of my life. Why am I here, if not to get answers for things I, d I don't even have questions anymore? I don't know, Albion. I. This is a disaster. I, what is happening? Well, then I say we leave. You want, you walk out that door, I'll follow you. Yeah, we need you that new this. phone. <laughs> but like I said to him, you don't owe him a goddamn thing. Yeah, he's a prick. What happened with Shadrach? That's what I want to know right now. Is he involved? Is he something else, too? That cocksucker just showed up and started ruining business for me. I don't know where he came from. I don't know what he's doing. All I know is he got in my way and I ain't been able to pin that fucker down. He's crafty and it became pretty clear to me that he was in touch with something beyond what I could reasonably expect to be in touch with. So, tried 
I tried figuring out what his game was. No, uh, no avail. I tried sending somebody in who I thought could figure out his game because I know she didn't want me to know, but I fucking knew what she was capable of. She didn't come back. Siobhan's eyes go wide. Wait a well, minute. Wait a minute. No, you shut up. Sorry, I'm not. So Never mind. Human pleasantries. Look. What you said that the fiance was some kind of other, and you said that this Shadrach fellow has some patron on the other side. And look, you and I may not have been together for many, many years, and we obviously have done an abysmal job with our child. For which. True. Yes. Yes. The other. You never told your associate. Did, you didn't tell your associates about her, did you? You, you your child. Who? You didn't tell them. So when you were trying to deal with this this nut, this Shadrach fellow, you didn't. They wouldn't have. They, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. This Shadrach, he shouldn't have known anything. And yet, and yet, when Ro was telling me earlier, she said that he knew, he knew her. You wouldn't have sent associates that would have given him that kind of information? How Absolutely not. How the hell does he know our, our little girl's name? Ro walks out of the building, and she's walking away. Desdemona's gonna follow Calvin's her. Calvin's following. Following. Um, Albie's just gonna stop at the door, and just look at Siobhan, and him for a second. She wanted answers. You two were too busy talking over each other and talking over her to give them. We She's don't She's walking out that door, them. and that's on you. And he's gonna leave. Hey. You stop right the fuck there. Albion's gonna stop, look over his shoulder. Who have... Which, which of you were there when that... That motherfucker tried to kill my daughter? I got there first. Okay. I personally want to extend a thank you to all three of you. If you were all present at that time. We were. For, for saving my daughter's life. Didn't Frankly, do it for you. I kicked the grenade out of his hand. You are a crazy son of a bitch, aren't you? Yeah, he is. Can't confirm. <laughs> I know you didn't do nothing for me, but I can thank you nonetheless. You want to thank me? Let her have her own fucking life. Yeah, clearly I don't have a choice in that one. You really we're, don't. We're well past me having any, any sort of say in that. Uh, I get uh, that. Albion. Siobhan is just sort of... Looking up, do you still want me to look on the other side for the patron? I may have failed as a mother, but I have that I could help at least, and I will stay away if she doesn't want me. But I want to help. All right. That's not my call to make. That's on Ro, if she wants to see you again. Uh, but if you can help us make sure that whatever's happening here doesn't keep happening. It's bigger than just her. It's bigger than us. I know. 
And tell her I'm sorry. So I will consider it a personal favor to me for you to do that. I will do my best. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Albion, for letting me help my daughter. I gotta go be with Ro. Okay. Before you do, you have my, you have my word that I don't fucks with you. I appreciate that. And You're I apologize for threatening safe, to right? shoot you. Well, that is graciously accepted, Mr. Graves. Thank <laughs> you so much. Look. Can I have a... Hmm? Could, could I have a quick aside with Ro? Oh, of course. I, um, before I do, though, I, I'm pretty sure that what I want to talk to her about, I probably need to make a lore roll because, um, Des, uh, to find out what Des knows about summoning. Okay. So should I roll that? Sure. It's not something that you have actually done, uh, before. I, she's not done it, but yes. what she would know about it. Okay. So... Yeah, I'm going to give you a target of three. And... I hit three. Okay, that gives you the basic information. Nope, sorry, I hit four because it's lore. Yeah, I was like a discipline. Yeah. Yeah, so you still get the basic information about summoning, uh, which is that you, you typically need to know the name of the thing that you're trying to summon, and you have to have uh, a variety of uh, props associated with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are are vital to completing a specific ritual. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's somewhat labor intensive, and uh, there is there's a certain amount of knowledge that you have to have that you know that you don't. At this point, it's a it's a good it's more about knowing what you don't know. Yeah. All right. Um. So if uh, she can just have a quick few minutes with Ro alone while they're walking away. Um. Ro. I think I have an idea. Okay. At this point, I... Okay. I'm sorry. What? No, it's... I, I understand. I understand it's a lot. And I th- I think I might have an idea for how we could get you some answers. Um, it, it sounds like it's possible that um, your fiancé, if, if, if she was a changeling, it's possible... That maybe she's made the choice, and if so, it's possible that she's in the never never. Now I've never done this before, but I've been doing some reading on the paranet and kind of you know uh, picking the warden's brain a little bit. And if she's in the never never, it's possible that I could try to summon her for you. Des, I've seen you do magic before. It. I don't want you getting hurt. I mean, I don't want anyone to get hurt either. Just, I, I want to help you find answers. But if if you don't want to, we we don't have to. Or if if you want to just think about it. But I'm willing to do. Th- I'm willing to try. I'm willing to try for you. I it doesn't have to that. be now. I mean, it would take it would take a lot. It would take a lot. Uh yeah. But I mean, if you ever did want to try to find answers about what happened with her, it's possible that that might be a way. I will take that into consideration. I know, I know, it's a lot right now. Is there anything that you need from me? Not that I... Actually, do you have your phone? (laughs) 
fair enough. Uh, here it is. And I throw it in a lake. No. Because um, <laughs> 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 I assume because it's just the two of us that this is during the time that Albion is having this conversation. Yeah. Um, I call Four Corners of the Earth. So the phone rings there. I see. And this is as he was about to say something to me. You have my word, and then the phone rings. <laughs> okay. So Alvin's just gonna lean into the back room, see if Vladislav's there. He is absolutely like as soon as you uh as soon as you open the door, he is impossibly close to the threshold. <laughs> <laughs> uh howdy, your phone's ringing. Yes, I heard. Didn't know if you were done. Um, <laughs> uh, we're about to be. Uh, this. Alvin's got to look out the window. I'll get my phone, thank you. And uh, he's he's passed you before you you can really stop to think about it. And uh, he answers the phone. Uh, and he says, "Uh, hello, four corners of the earth. Uh, this is Lattice Love. Uh, can I take an order for you? Um." Yes, I. Uh, Ro puts in an order for some random sandwich, um, <laughs> and then says, um, "Give it to, give it to Albion. He'll be on his way out soon." Um, can you just tell the current patrons of your establishment that you Let are? Me write this down. Okay. <laughs> tell me when you're ready. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You are responsible for me being here, and you are going to help me figure out everything I need to know to live my own damn life and do whatever the fuck I please. Thank you, Ladislav. <laughs> I will... Uh... <laughs> I will do my best on that last bit. Um, well, uh, if that's what you want, I can do that for you, Miss Rowe. Okay, bye. And he just hangs up. <laughs> Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.